We should be recording, even though it's not telling me yet. It always, it's always late. Streamyard. Welcome, everyone. Smoke out with Shelly and SJ. Episode number 40 of the show. Incredible. Incredible. Almost a full year of shows. Of course, the interactive video show where you can join us as a subscriber. You can chill with us, smoke with us. That's the name. Smoke out. Uh, ask questions, participate, whatever. You can be on camera, on audio, just in chat, whatever you want. You get all the old episodes on demand. Full episodes. Of course, Sexy Shelly Galleries as well. Bonuses on either OnlyFans or Patreon. ShellySJSmokeout.com. This thing is being very annoying. It's telling me it's not recording at all, but I think it is. And it's it not, shows recording on my side. That's pissing off. I have nothing on my end. Fucking StreamYard. Huh. Fuck you, StreamYard. That's right. <gasps> I'm two minutes into the show. You've got me riled up. <laughs> what do you can expect on SmokeOut? With Shelly and SJ. Got a lot of stuff to get to tonight, but we do have a subscriber chilling with us on camera. See, now it says we're recording. It says we've been recording for three seconds. That's false. That's disinformation from StreamYard. Hold not on, I'm reading something. <laughs> You're not ready? You're not ready for your big debut on the show? I am. I just got to finish this. This is a very important tweet I'm no, reading. <laughs> Shelly's going black. <laughs> What's happening? I'm not sure it's upside down. I am. I don't know. <laughs> Things are going to shit right out of the gate. Son of a bitch. I know. All right. All right. All right. What was so damn? No, I'm not ready. Hold on. My mic. God, oh no! Shit. Hold on. Look at this. I got fuck. That's going hey. on. Now. Hey, stop it. This is the big time, man. This is not like my shitty little show. This is something real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I have to actually do good here. This is more high production. It looks great. Fuck. Be honest, if all of us stay. <laughs> Fucking stay. All right. You're doing perfect. Now I don't know where the weed went. See, that's the important part. You were worried about bullshit. The weed is wasn't. This isn't bullshit. It was gonna fall. There. I was having the same thing, trying to keep my microphone erect. It keeps slowly going down. Um, <laughs> if it falls on your head during the show, that'll be great. That's great for content. You got to clip that and put it on the Twitter and you'll get a million likes. Great. That's what I'm looking for. Someone to give me a million likes. That's what I need. Imagine. Sometimes I'll see these influencers... And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I hit 14 million today. Thank you guys so much. And I'm like, 14 million? I'm trying to get 1,000 people. <laughs> those people. Damn those people. At the time, they don't even care. Like, yeah, 15 mil, thanks. I have an enemy's list. I'm slowly putting together tonight. Influencers, StreamYard. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, I know it's none of my business, and I don't know everything. One of my PC just <laughs> oh no! no. What happened? <laughs> what a night! What a night! Uh, <laughs> um, sometimes I wonder, like, what do these influencers really do? Like, there's this one gal, and I like her. I watch her content. I think she says a good message, puts out a good message out there. But like. How does she make her money? Like, she barely uploads to YouTube. 
like does instagram and snapchat like just pay people a monthly income to like use their apps is that what it is not that i know of as far as i know is like on instagram you have to have you have to get like sponsors and stuff like everybody and their mother apparently wears clothes for fashion nova i've yet to get my invite for uh to wear clothes on instagram but that's fine <laughs> not on my breath nope. that's for sure they don't they're not asking me either <laughs> i'm a has-been and a wash-up and it's fine but I wonder, I'm just like, because here's the thing. I'm just so curious what the, aside from the ones that sell their souls, like, what is the trick? Because I'll see some influencers, for example, they've been only on YouTube for like four years. And they're like, oh my gosh, I've been on for so I'm thinking, dude, I post my la first video over 10 years ago. And I still barely have 6,000 followers. And that's like a lot because it took me that long to finally get 6,000. And I think I've talked about on the show before, YouTube used to have a thing where if you have over 5,000 subscribers, you can use their um, YouTube studio for free, like here in California. And so like you can have access to their, their equipment, all this stuff. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I said to the fam here, I was like, look, I, bu I bet you as soon as I hit 5,000, they're going to change it. Sure enough, as soon as I hit 5,000, I was like, you need to get 10,000. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So going back to these influencers, I'm not being a hater. I'm just like so literally curious. How do they make that money? Because I post more than them. And then the ones that went into OnlyFans, I and Patreon, even before OnlyFans became like a big thing, I post way more than them. So I don't know what I'm, it maybe it is that I'm just washed up and no one cares. That's fine. But what am I missing here? Because I know not all of them sold their soul to the devil, just some of them. So, you know, what 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 am I doing? What what am I missing here? <laughs> what I've seen, and uh, this is a good segue into the the Gabby Hanna thing that you want to talk about. So, I was watching a lot of these videos, and you search her name on YouTube, and there's some videos from her, and then there are people saying she's lying about this other person, and that person saying she's lying about them. It seems like they all, and don't get me started on YouTube. People, I mean, talk, when you talk about the rungs of entertainment, YouTube celebrities are like a step below like child molesters. I mean, it's the the trash that populates YouTube and gets popular and has millions of views is incredible. They all seem intertwined in each other's lives, each other's drama, uh, spilling each other's secrets all over the place, getting in fights, making rebuttal videos and attack videos, and it just seems like a just a big trashy place to be like a bunch of people who just shouldn't have been famous. And that's why they're not famous outside of YouTube. You have a normal person and say the name of a YouTube person has 20 million subscribers. They're never going to have heard of them because they don't get outside the YouTube bubble. It just seems like a bunch of people that are just trash and shouldn't be celebrities in the first place, but somehow they found fame in this little corner of the internet. It's so crazy because that's why I thought I would be great for YouTube back many years ago, like, you know, eight years ago or so, because I thought, you know, I blew my chance at being famous. <laughs> so I'm not good enough to be, or excuse me, I'm not willing to be famous, do what I got to do. So when YouTube, and I was like, oh, people make money off of YouTube. Oh, wow. Like, this is awesome. I really thought I could find my place there because you know especially back then 
um, I just really felt that my type of content creating was really perfect for YouTube. And then I became friends casually. I want to say friends, but I became friendly with some YouTubers. And, um, you know, it's just like, I remember what they would tell me to do just to like, you know, get my channel going and I would do it and I just wouldn't get the traction. And then it's like, okay, do you have to just be dirty and like talk shit? Well, now I do, <laughs> but still nothing. And it's like, maybe it's because I don't disclose names, but like, I don't know, whatever. And I feel, especially here on our show, I've definitely spilled the tea as the kids say and when i've seen these people on youtube fight with each other that's why stoner jesus i'm like let's invite these people who hate leon let's do it like i see these youtubers do it and then there's been times where i've thought maybe the youtubers are all in on it they like have fake fights and all this and that and sometimes i do wonder about that like if they like think okay we're gonna do this and that and they just really go for me kind of like wrestling you know mm -hmm. but then like I'll hear stuff from people who truly know these people behind the scenes. And it's like, no, they're really pissed. So it's like, I don't understand. And I even try to like trash myself up and talk some extra shit. No one wants to join me. Like, that's why I was pushing hard when we first started the show with like how the Sandman openly says that he doesn't like me. And like, <clears throat> You know, things like that, because I thought, okay, that's what people, if they want to hear the gossip, I'll, I'll say my part, like, shoot, whatever. And it's like, these kids on YouTube are over here fighting it up and all this, so why don't me and Sandman old timers over here fight it up and get some views? And, like, maybe some people will also be like, oh, yeah, Sandman, and then check out his stuff, and then want to, like, invest in whatever he has, whether it's shirts or whatever. Oh, yeah, the Sandman, or who's this guy? So it's not even all about the hate. It's about... Uh, even if I were to have somebody on here that I don't like and they don't like me, we're still giving like the viewers like the drama and then everyone wins because that's a chance to be in front of people who normally you wouldn't. So the YouTube thing, like maybe it's just because I'm jealous, but then I don't feel that it's jealousy because I agree with you, like the behavior I've seen. And then a lot of times I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how young some of these people are. Like they're like in their 20s still and the thing is though it's like dude i was in my 20s and i wasn't acting like that and i got a mouth on me like you know as the as the viewers know i got a mouth on me so it's like i get it but like the toxic behavior just to stay relevant and it's almost like it seems like now that the ones that started off in their 18 19 20s and now they're like late 20s starting to get into their 30s maybe early 30s it seems like they're realizing oh my audience is getting older too maybe some of them have dropped off because now they have a family or whatever so they're not watching the same stuff or whatever so it's like in my opinion I feel like I've watched these people thrive and it's like that rise and fall of like, now they just seem completely like a headache. And I don't understand how people can be a fan of these people unless they just want the drama like that bad. But it's like ugly drama. Like I sit here and I laugh and I talk crap about these people, but man, these people are dirty. They're like <laughs> dirty about it. And it's like, damn dude. And <clears throat> I had mentioned to you, I wanted to talk about Gabby Hanna for a couple reasons. One, 
I could put a teaser on my YouTube channel and putting her name on the title and the other people I want to talk about, maybe it'll get us extra views. <laughs> so there's that fine. Uh -huh. But um, it's interesting because I used to go to, because Danielle and I are old school Patreon gals and Patreon, I think I've mentioned on here before, used to have these meetups and I used to take them really serious. The first meetup they had, they actually had in like this like office building. So even though they had some wine and cheese and some fruit, like when you first come in, um, it was very much like a workshop. Like they gave us pamphlets and me and Danielle were taking notes and like, I took it really serious because I really wanted to learn how to grow with Patreon, the different things that I could use, like so serious about it. So I had such a positive experience. I continued to go with Danielle. And then um, it's so funny because one of the ones I went to at this point, I was so jaded, like a couple years had gone by. I was so jaded. So my open liner to the, the meetups now at this point we're at like a bar and they would have a section off for just patreon for a little private thing so it was really awesome again they had fruit they had cheese they had drinks for like a few hours for free like they even had like patreon shirts like people probably watch my content see that i wear a patreon shirt a lot they're like where did you get that it's like an exclusive thing if you were at those meetups or not and um i remember <laughs> this is probably why i'm not um a part of the group so people who started to come up shelly is frozen frozen shelly mm. right being the patreon story it's amazing we're not as famous as we should be at this point the technical issues Remember last week kind of got off to a rough start too. Now this week. Oh. Shelly's popped up. Shelly's returned. There's Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to be, and then my, look at my mic keeps not being erect. Hold on a second. I have it on tight and it still it's keeps. Oh my goodness. So anyways, when people would come up to me and we'd start conversating, my open liner was, so do you worship Satan? <laughs> so maybe that's probably why I'm a reject because I shouldn't be going around asking people, do they worship Satan? And the thing is, is like, well, I mean, and then this one guy, he was like, well, and, then <laughs> and I was like, well, and so we actually got in a cool conversation. And I think about this conversation a lot because once we started to get deep in it, um, like we had to leave. So I didn't get to finish the conversation, but he started telling me about how he believes God was real, but God died. And it was like, what? It's talking about your dad over there, stoner Jesus. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> he was like, yeah. So I guess I don't totally regret saying that but probably that's why i got weird energy thrown to me because i was the girl at the party saying do you worship <laughs> satan because i just had had it with the satanist at that on you know around that time i was just i couldn't take any more hey if you're gonna worship satan that's your thing but at that at that day i was just like i just I had enough of them i was upset 
I didn't want to mingle, but whatever. So the next party after that, it was completely different. And they had two parties going on at once, one in San Francisco, which is where Patreon is at their headquarters, and then one here in LA. And what they did is they kind they did a live stream of like what was going on at the headquarters and then had it where we were. And again, they had the, the food and the drinks, which is fine. But this is when I saw that Patreon totally went like corporate status. And it wasn't about the small creator anymore. When I was in that downtown LA in that tiny little office, it was so cool because it was just a room filled with a bunch of creators that just want to freaking create. Some people had podcasts, some people were gals like me, some people had a comedy thing going on. Like it was so awesome. The energy you feel in a room when you're just around a bunch of people who are just like want to create, are excited to be there. And then <clears throat> At the last one I went to, it just was so corporate to the max and like the energy was just completely off and the person that was like the performer of the night was Gabby Hanna. Now, up until this point, I really didn't know much about Gabby Hanna except her name because she's out of my age group. I don't really, I don't watch her age group. She's young, like whatever, but I would hear her name on YouTube. So... When I watched her perform, I was like, okay, I'm trying to be nice here. It's like, all right, like, that's cool. That's Gabby Hanna, that YouTuber. I guess she's a singer. Okay. Awesome. Patreon. But nothing, <laughs> nothing really, whatever. And I just remember the, as the time was going by, very, very slowly you know when you're somewhere and you're like every second this is just <laughs> sucking my soul and this is time i'll never get back that's how it started to feel and i was like you know what i'm gonna get real liquored up and then i'm gonna have metal jesus come pick me up because he dropped me off there i was like, i'm gonna have him pick me up because like i'm just gonna get at least get my liquor on like <laughs> if i feel like in this weird this girl gabby hannah and she's just was kind of weird and the more in her thing i was just like dude like I just feel like she's really fake and then she was talking about uh, she made like this whole thing about um, I think it was like an anti maybe suicide or something something very serious mental health and then I felt bad I was like oh man like you know who am I like she's trying to do something cool here but I just was rubbed so wrong so fast forward nowadays with the Gabby Hanna the reason why I even know anything about her is because I watched this one YouTuber Peter Mon, shout out to Peter, and he he has different YouTube channels, and one of them he covers um, gossip in the YouTube community. And I stopped watching Peter for a while because there was a couple. Uh oh, <clears throat> we have another freeze. Another Shelly freeze. Could be sabotage. Technical sabotage by saboteurs, if you will. I don't know. Probably not. But it'd be cool to think that way. Someone's actively sabotaging the show instead of just internet glitches. <laughs> this is regular old internet glitches. So we're trying to we're trying to be build an empire here. We're undercut by the internet, which is the very thing that allows us to create the empire. It's a very double-edged sword. The internet it giveth and it taketh away. 
as the kids say. <laughs> so they said for a long time. So Shelly should return any second. She usually uh, goes away and then comes back after a little while. She restarts her own connection or whatever. We are at the mercy. The mercy of the internet gods. ShellySJSmokeout.com. Come and check out the show. OnlyFans, Patreon, subscribe. You know the drill. How very awesome it is. Her little ding, little pop. I mean, Shelly has returned again. <laughs> Gabby Hannah, stop putting your witchcraft on us, okay? Right. So, anyways, <laughs> I'll cut it short. <laughs> watching watching Peter Mon talk about Gabby Hannah on all these situations she's been in. She fights with everybody on the internet. Again, I thought it was all staged. And maybe it still is. I don't know. But this girl seems, and I'm not trying to joke around or anything. She literally seems sick. Like, she's got some issues. Don't we all? But I think she's got some bigger issues. And this is my opinion. Again, no ugly vibes. Just my opinion. From being 61 years old on this, you know, 61 years on this earth. I've learned a thing or two. And what's interesting about Gabby Hanna and the other people I dislike is it seems like YouTube was something that finally made them feel cool. It made them feel like people like me. They're worshiping me pretty much. These stands, you know, they're hardcore. So that's when I started to understand. That's why I didn't like the Gabby Hanna. That's what I'm going to call her, the Gabby Hanna is people who are just all about ego and letting that's all they care about is their ego they are not to be my amigo because i'm just like that rubs me wrong and sometimes i don't know what it is right away but then i find out like through this it's like wow like it's like you feel cool, so you want to still keep feeling cool. And then, like, you think, oh, I'm going to tell this person enough and da-da-da-da-da. But then, like, the contradictions and all this. And it's interesting because the girl she's fighting with right now is this gal, Trisha Paytas. And Trisha Paytas is some the girl who introduced me 10 years ago to YouTube that, like, this is how you can make money. She's the queen of YouTube. She's been doing it a long time. So it's so interesting seen it all mesh together and it's like so is it fake or not and then it really makes me sad that there's people fake or not at home watching all this and they want to be like gabby hannah or whatever it's like it's not cool dude it's it's not and you're gonna have a lot of problems in your life if you think being like gabby hannah is a good fit for you you know what i mean we need to uh, we need to find a YouTuber. We'll tell you a big YouTuber, not someone who's so big that they won't respond, but someone like maybe mid-level but still famous enough to where they will respond, and we just go and live stream on YouTube and just trash the shit out of them for a couple hours. <laughs> really? Just tag them and tag them on Twitter and TikTok and everywhere and say, look, you piece of shit, we're coming after you, and this is why. And then we'll, you know, we want views. <laughs> shit. I'll say allegedly a lot. We can say whatever we want. As long as I keep saying allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, they drove a, nus, a bus full of nuns off a cliff. Allegedly. That happened. 
allegedly, allegedly they were they were driving drunk down the street and there was a woman crossing with a uh, with a baby in a stroller and they hit the baby in the stroller and the baby flew 60 feet allegedly allegedly that happened mm -hmm. i heard about it on the street yeah <clears throat> where it happened <laughs> <laughs> one of these things is going to be our claim to fame that's what's going to happen i know who can i fight with there used to be a guy. Oh, you know what? Okay. I got to do some homework. Maybe you can help me with it. Okay. Back in the day when I was uh, doing the independence, like loosely, I was just doing autograph signings. I hadn't gone back to the independence yet. And there was this guy that people were sending me videos of, and this was again, years ago, like 2009. And he had some kind of video cast or YouTube channel and he went in on me. He was like, oh, this, she worships a pot and da, da, da. Like he was just talking crap about me smoking. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And I guess he was a wrestler back in the day, had his 15 minutes of fame, just like I had, like I'm not throw that just is what it is, people. So when people are like, oh, bitter, no, it is what it is. So he had his 15 minutes of fame. Um... And then he had this YouTube channel. And so I went to the show and I was going to confront him at the show because I was like, oh, this guy, because he was saying things that I've never said. He was like twisting my words. And that's like, if you're going to talk shit about me, at least quote me properly. Like, don't make things up and like make it like into your favor or at least see allegedly, like you said. And um, I was going to do it, but then... I remember somebody at that time who goes, are you really just going to go up to that sad dude and just like bring it up? Who cares? Just let it go. I was like, yeah, you're right. But if he's still on YouTube, right. maybe we can fight with him. I don't know his I'll name. Trash the shit out of him. I'll see if he has next wife. I'll try to get her on the show. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> All I remember is that he talked like he was going in on RVD and at the time, I was like hanging out with RVD a lot. So I think that's how my name maybe got tied into it. Or he maybe he was talking about how I mentioned that RVD kind of like introduced me to the positives of cannabis. I don't know. So like I feel like if I search like guy talking crap about RVD and Charlie Martinez, maybe I'll find him. I don't know. So that's one possibility at the top of my head. Um... Another one, kind of. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> There's a person that's huge on YouTube, has gotten himself into some problems in the last few years. But before he did, he was like the golden child of YouTube. And when I used to watch his videos, it was around the time. First of all, I used to watch him way back in the day because he was in videos with Trisha. And then I can't remember what had happened, but something along the lines of like, I just was rubbed wrong by him. So I unfollowed him on uh, YouTube. So then many years go by. And then this was when I was all depressed and I was like, dude, I'm going to quit wrestling. So what I would do is Danielle would go to work. And when I would be home during the week and not wrestling on the weekends, I already made up my mind I was going to quit. And so I'd be so feeling sorry for myself and just like depressed. I would make a bunch of pasta and just put pasta with hot sauce and some cheese. I get a big old gallo wine bottle and I just sit there and drink my wine. And if I started feeling too tipsy, I have some of that spaghetti, but it wasn't really spaghetti. It was just pasta. And I'd watch YouTube. 
and I wanted to get re like inspired. And at the time I was really, this is when I really started to watch a lot of conspiracy videos. And so that's when this YouTuber popped up that he was doing conspiracy videos and I was like, Oh, okay. And I liked him. And so then all of a sudden I was like on a high, I was like, Oh my gosh. And like his videos, like his vlog specifically made me want to create again. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. I was invested. And then he ended up following me. And so he would interact with me sometimes here and there and all this. Now, what had happened is through watching his content, there was another YouTuber whose content to this day, I still subscribe to. And I thought, wow, it'd be really awesome to do a collab with this YouTuber. And that YouTuber at this point had followed me as well. So I hit them up privately. And at the time we had had many conversations in the DMs. And so I was like, hey, I would love to do something with you, blah, blah, blah. And they were so excited. They're like, wow, that would be really awesome, blah, blah, blah. But this guy, the one that originally got me to him, the big YouTuber, is our YouTube manager. So let us run it by him. And then they were like, he said that we can't do it. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and so that was my first, like, okay, well, no one owes me anything, but like, they seemed excited. So like, isn't it your YouTube channel? Isn't it your choice? Maybe they just put the heat on him. I don't know, but I kind of don't feel that way. So then as I go on and watching his stuff and I'm just like rubbed wrong, a video pops up that he did um, with somebody and he's just like really in a bad mood and this and that and the other. And I'm like, Ugh. and then he was just like, well, and then the guy he's in the video with, he, they call him out on it. And he's just like, well, I just don't know how to be because, you know, this is a video for your channel and I don't want to take away. And then I was just like, oh, so you're fake. That's why I don't like you. Now I get it. <laughs> so I ended up posting a tweet. Let me see if I still have it. I ended up tweeting him. Oh, man. His stands came after me. Uh, and... I pretty much was like, you're fake. I knew it. This is why I don't like you. It sucks because us real creators. Here we go. <laughs> I just put his name in and my name and it came up. Okay. So I was, I was drunk when I wrote this. So there might be some typos. <laughs> it's a hard pill for me to swallow when you say you play characters for your channel. Why? Because I've been posting videos for almost 10 years with only 4,000 subs they're all me, no character. Thank God for Patreon so I can forget about subs and just create. And he put, wait, what? Ha, ha, ha. And oh, man, the stands. They're all here if you go to the thing. You just jelly. What a sad bitch. <laughs> oh, I think she was referring to Ryland's video the other day when you said neither of you were being 100% authentic in his videos for various reasons. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> they're not authentic in their... That's why I was mad. And so, like, oh, like, it just went on for weeks and weeks. Salty bitch. Wait, what? Uh, I, um, let's see here. Just going after me for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's like when I said I didn't like Harry Styles. And I was just like, whatever. And so I was like, oh, so now he's going to, like, reply so all his stands come after me. I'm like, go ahead. I'm really good at ignoring people. So it's fine. Keep. It was annoying. Don't get me wrong. Because for weeks it happened. But I was just like, 
Oh God. It just made me like him less and less and less to where I was like, I'm, I'm going to unfollow this bitch. He's a fake ass bitch. So going back to Peter Mon, Peter Mon had him a lot in his videos. So I was so sad that I couldn't watch Peter Mon anymore because I couldn't stand seeing this guy's face. And whenever he'd pop up, I, I had his, I blocked him, by the way. I blocked him. I, because um, he was following me. I muted his name. I, I muted his, like, everything. And he would still get through. And it was so annoying. And I didn't understand why. I was so, like, kind of with the Young Bucks, you know, like, so passionately hating this guy. And then, all of a sudden, all these allegations came out. Pedophilia type of stuff. Bestiality type of stuff. Um, racial stuff. Like, all this stuff about him. And everyone's like, oh. And they're all, like, talking shit. But it's like, oh. But when I tweeted that all of you people were all up in the tizzy... And the thing that made me throw up even more is this guy, when he proposed to his fiance, I saw the picture online. And this dude couldn't even show enough respect for his partner to get on one knee. For some reason, he's on two knees like a loser. <laughs> and that's my, like, I guess I'm really mad at myself for buying into his golden boy image. So I'll take accountability for that. But I think he sucks. So the YouTuber I'm talking about, of course, the one, the only Shane Dawson. And if you want to fight with him online, I'm down. <laughs> I don't know if he will fight with us, but I will fight with him just because it's about... He, the reason why, there it is. <laughs> what do you, Stoner Jesus, you know, you got married not too long ago. You proposed. About the, about the picture what was, that? was he was on two knees. First thing I noticed about the picture that was he was on two knees. What do you think about that? It's weird. It seems purposely done. Like it's so ingrained in people that it's one knee and we all grew up with that for however many generations that's been a thing. Yeah, it just seems it seems like a weird way to like to kneel also. So here's the thing. Why Shane Dawson? Why two knees? What statement are you trying to make? Is this some kind of weird ritual? And that's part of the rituals you go because I looked it up when I saw this. I was like going back to the satanic stuff, I was like, satanic ritual to propose on both knees. Like I looked because <laughs> this picture bothered me so much. <laughs> and what's crazy is when he lost his golden boy crown, his fiance there, he also had, is a YouTuber, but of course he got YouTube famous after he started dating him. They've been together for a while. Um, his bitchiness started really coming out. So like their true colors truly started to come out. And the thing is, is where I used to live and where they used to live was really close to each other. And so there's been times where Danielle and I've seen them like in the parking lot of the Vons or whatever. That's when I was just like, ooh, that energy is just weird. And, you know, it's none of my business what people do. A, if he wants to put two knees down, whatever, but you put it out there on social media so I can go ahead and ask questions. Bitch, why are you down on two knees? Like, were you going to, do you have an issue with your, with your um, balance or something? Like, 
you know, maybe that's it. But it just seems fake and phony. Even the picture. Ah, thank you on two knees. Ugh, gag me with an effing spoon. Looks like they're like on the edge of a cliff. Very weird spot. Totally weird. And then going back to Peter Mon, because I just love him so much. And he's older. He's like, you know, 47, 48, something like that. And he just has some good content. Um, I'm able to watch his content on Shane and Gabby now because I like his message behind it. And it's like having a conversation. But um, one of the things that he had said was he admitted to in one of his videos, many videos, that he bought into Shane too. And he actually met Shane at some kind of thing in Vegas. And that's when he said he started to see his true colors because he saw that like Shane and all his cronies, it was very much like they all just always agree with Shane and like Shane was talking crap about other YouTubers to Peter. And then later it came out, those YouTubers had voice memos that they sent to Peter of Shane talking crap about Peter. So that's why it's like, and Peter Mon isn't like, he's not these young kids being all toxic on YouTube, you know? Yeah. He has this fun drama channel, but he has other channels. And even on this drama channel, he puts substance into it and it's really refreshing. And the YouTube, I like the kind of YouTube, like I like fart jokes and all that all day long. But like, when you get down to like talking about dramas and stuff, when you like can bring in a good message at the end or like make it relatable or whatever, I like that. And so that's why I was like, you know, these YouTubers, it's like they're like Shane has openly talked about how he was a fat kid growing up, you know, a nerd, all this and that. So it's just like the common denominator with all these people just seems to be that, like you said, they weren't meant to be famous for a reason. But then YouTube is a thing. So they got their chance and look what they did with it. So imagine if they were actors, actresses, whatever. Yeah, they're sad, lonely dysfunctional misfits and they're able to get on YouTube because it doesn't take, you know, you don't have to interact with a lot of people say like an actor, you have to go on auditions or if you're a rock star, you get to tour the world or whatever and stuff like that. They can't really handle that, but they can sit in their basement or whatever and make videos and be cool that way. I know a similar thing happened with the, um, and like the cannabis world on YouTube. There was, a, there's this chick named Koala Puffs. Who does videos? She's fairly famous, has you know a few hundred thousand subscribers or whatever it is. And a lot of the girls that she had around her ended up fighting with her, and like a bunch of them like turned against her and all went off on her on all the different social media platforms. Now she has a whole new group of people around her. It's all very weird, and it's all it's it just seems like more drama, I guess, because it's it's like reality based and all their dramas put out there, you know, like if. Al Pacino and Brad Pitt fucking hated each other 20 years ago or whatever. You really didn't hear about it. But with YouTube, everything they go through and everything they do and they talk about, they get right on YouTube and spill the whole thing. And a lot of them have gotten in trouble too. Like you said, like Shane Dawson and, and just for various things and what they've said, and what they've done. And it's just, uh, <clears throat> it seems like a kind of a toxic place overall. And I think you have to be a certain level of dysfunctional and sad to be able to make it. At least that's what I tell myself because I have like 303 subscribers on my YouTube channel I've had for 12 years. So, you know, I think that's it. I'm too well put together to be famous on YouTube. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And it's like, 
I don't, I used to be jealous. Don't get me wrong. I'll admit it. I used to be jealous of these people. I've even talked about it on here before. But the more of their shit that gets unraveled before our eyes, the more I'm like, you know what? Yeah, maybe, like, whatever. But I, I have my days, but, man, I don't have to deal with all that. Like, you know, I'm in a place now to where I don't remember the last time I was hungry because I couldn't afford to eat. You know, so I was rationing my food. I can't remember the last time I had to worry about a bill not getting paid and so the electricity is going to get shut off or whatever. So I'm in a better place now and it's great. Like, and now that I'm here and the things that I need to live in life are no longer a situation I have to figure out every month. It's taken care of now. I'm just like, dude. I used to always get frustrated because I was so hard up for money trying to make something happen. And I cared about my content and cared about what I put out there. So that's why I was getting jealous because Danielle and I would used to ration those freaking buy one, get one free subway coupons so that we can both get a sandwich. You know what I mean? To have dinner. Meanwhile, I'm on TV. So it doesn't make sense that like, like with TNA being on TV, but my pay scale was so low, especially living in Southern California. It's like, it was rough. So yeah, it looked good on paper, but it was rough. So when I was getting jealous of these people, it was like, because I felt like, man, like I'm trying so hard and I'm still struggling. And so now that like, I don't have to worry about the necessities of life. And it's just about getting ahead so I can, do more things, have more experiences, have, you know, whatever, but I'm happy. And these people, it's like, there's like the Gabby Hannah. It's like, do you just sit there all day, these people and they just Google themselves and all this and the numbers and this and that. It's like, dude, don't you like go outside and freaking like hang out and like smoke a bowl and put some music on and listen to the effing birds freaking tweaking tweeping tweeping <laughs> tweeping um you know tw <laughs> why can't i talk it's because i'm upset it's like <laughs> they they can't and it's like you said like i have my own social anxieties and things like that i get it but i push through them and I'm able, even if people don't realize it, that I'm nervous, I push through so that I do have a conversation. I know how to talk to people. I don't just go hide and be like, I don't, I can't talk to people. I get too, like, no, I face it. And so I think you're a really good point there about, I don't know how to be. And I think the reason why I've fallen down the hole of these people is because it triggers me for the world of wrestling. It's very wrestling. This is how it is in wrestling. When you're at work, sometimes it's very draining, even if you're not in the drama, because it's constantly happening, just like these YouTubers, except it's just not being on the internet, really. Well, nowadays, I guess a little bit more, but it's like it triggered that. And so once that started happening, especially in the last few years and more stuff's come out, that's when I'm like, you know what? I didn't understand why I my channel wasn't more of a success or the different things I've done, but like maybe that was God's way of protecting me because I don't need to be around these people. I could be around them now, 
But like when I was trying, I couldn't be around those people. So good. I'm glad that Shane Dawson made me block him and stop watching his stuff because I didn't need to be around that. You know, I'm glad I never watched the Gabby Hanna except through Peter Mon's gossip videos because I don't want to give her my energy like that. After I saw that performance over there down in Hollywood, I was done with that bitch. I knew she was fake then. <laughs> oh, should we fight with Gabby Hanna? Let's fight with Gabby Hanna. <gasps> She'll be like... You're so irrelevant. No one even knows who this husband is. She's old. And then the other guy, like Stoner Jesus or whatever, like, oh, well, let's fight. You want to fight with Gabby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll bless the shit out of her. <laughs> like, look, you dumb bitch. <laughs> You're going down. I'm 61 years old and I'll still beat your ass, bitch. That's right. <laughs> well, you want her to wrestling. <laughs> Wrestle somewhere, celebrity wrestling. Oh, Gabby Hannah, you want to wrestle? <laughs> Doug Benson to do the uh, be the opening act. <laughs> Crowd warmed up. Welcome <laughs> to the wrestling. I fight with anybody. I don't care. Podcast oh. wars, YouTube wars, radio wars. I'm ready to go. I'm trying to think if there's anyone out there with a podcast that doesn't like me. I'm trying to think. There's got to be. Like, maybe they don't think about me all the time or anything like that. But if my name were to get brought up, they're like, oh, God. That's right. I don't know. I'm ready to. Hey, I'm ready to fight. Let's go, the Gabby Hannah. <laughs> Shane Dawson, you little fake ass. <laughs> um, before we get into the. Uh... The experiments, the various experiments that Shelly has going on. We do have, every once in a while, I'll run a poll on our Twitter page. And uh, just to see where people are at with the show and whatnot. <clears throat> and uh, this one right here, if I can get a little bit bigger, let me see. <laughs> see right here, because uh, if you may not have heard, OnlyFans is kind of a restricting creator's on what they can show, what they're going to be able to do. I guess for now, it's just like sexually explicit material, but nudity will still be allowed. But you know, at some point, that's going to be disallowed as well. So I figured my, my window is closing to show my boobs and get the maximum amount of viewers for my boobage. And <clears throat> I, I decided to run a poll this one day just to see, you know, what would happen. Uh, who would you rather show their boobs on the show? And... You see, I, I uh, employed a couple tricks. Right here, you see my name is in all caps. So, hours <laughs> over Shelly's tiny name. Right here. <laughs> I guess me thinking I, that people would see it and say, oh, there's only one choice. Because I don't see two choices. Because the one is so big, I'll choose that one. As you can see, right now I'm at 21.1%. Shelly's at 79% almost. Still three days left. You want to go vote. Go vote now. Uh, Shelly says she voted for me. I also voted for me. So that's two of the votes. I don't know what 21.1% is of 38, but I got to imagine it's not more, much more than two, <laughs> which is, it is what it is. That's fine. Uh, I thought with my little trickery here that I would get more traction, but apparently not. People saw through my ruse, my grand uh, uh, design of uh, getting people to vote for me. <laughs> I'm fearing that's not the way to go for our fame and fortune and to, to really blow this show up. I'm going to come to that conclusion. That's a shame. 
It is. It really is. What are we going to do? People have spoken. Show them anyway. <laughs> right before the new OnlyFans policy goes into effect. I may just do it anyway. I don't want to get us thrown off, though. I'm just going to thrown off OnlyFans. It's a very important platform. A very. Are we still allowed to smoke on there? I hope. I have this email. I haven't opened it yet. I was going like, to like. it said something about drug use, and I was like, uh, "But is it drugs?" Man, it's uh, I don't know. I may go through it at like some point. That's how I left in my email, just in case I wanted to read it to find out. I hope not. I mean, come on, man. That's all I'm bringing to the table here. I smoke weed. It's my whole fucking gimmick. <laughs> For oh, 15 years. That's it. That's it. <coughs> what am I going to do? Uh, so, of course, you've been following the show. Uh, Shelly's first experiment announced a couple weeks ago. I believe it was episode 38. If you want to go with the, over the whole story of the uh, El Guapo pictures and tweets and gifts and whatnot on Twitter. I'm going to get the whole rundown. <clears throat> but if you follow Shelly, you've seen these El Guapo things. And most people read. People respond with like, you know, lines from the movie or, you know, who it is or something about Three Amigos or whatever. But only people here, the subscribers, they're the only ones in the know of why Shelly posts those pictures and gifts and whatnot. And um, I have noticed that the frequency, it seems like I said, I haven't, like I said last week, I haven't counted, but it seems the frequency of the tweets is lessening. Is that the case, Shelly? Yes and no. Um, I've been doing better, which is great. But uh, this weekend, I freaked out so much that I literally it had such bad anxiety going on my phone to tweet it. I know this might sound weird, but it made me feel like I wanted to throw up. So <laughs> there's that. This weekend was really, 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 really bad. Uh, long story short as I can make it. Um, it was my mom's birthday weekend. We went to this really awesome place called Lake Elsinore, which is a couple hours away. Um, Lake Elsinore is very like, what should I say? There's a lot of homies there. There's a lot of bros there. You know, it's kind of that vibe <laughs> loud music in the in the parking lot cholos oh do we have frozen shelly believe so her last word was cholos the streamer was like that's enough it's enough of that anyway there's a switch we're talking about <clears throat> The El Guapo tweets. We uh, scroll through Shelly's timeline. There you go. go follow Shelly on Twitter. Follow me as well if you don't. It would piss me off if you're on Twitter and you subscribe to this show and you should not bother to follow me. Come on. And also Shelly SJ Smoke course on twitter so we have a frozen shelly now and we have a device is not connected shelly we have two shellys neither one of them functioning enough for the show 
video or audio-wise. Both Shelleys just disappeared. So now it's just me and a Guapo doing the show. <laughs> just me and old El Guapo doing the show. Hopefully Shelley returns. Let's continue with the stories with the homies and the bros and the cholos. There we go. Another return. It's so funny because when it froze, I was like, oh, no. And then all of a sudden, I heard you go, cholo, 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 cholo. And it kept echoing, <laughs> echoing. And so then I went to refresh it. And then when it went to that page on StreamYard where it's like, act, like let your microphone on your whatever, I heard it came back. It was going, cholo, cholo, cholo. Like, what? <laughs> Why? Why did it come back? Those damn cholos. I love cholos, though, as long as they're being respectful. But anyway... Uh, and a lot of bikers too. So I guess what I'm saying is, is you got a little bit of a rough crowd, not a hundred percent, but, or they used to be rough, but now they got the families, they settled down. So if mm. yeah, League Elsinore, yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> a lot of bikers, but anyways, my mom wanted to get a boat to like go around the lake for a few hours, whatever. So on the ride there, like, I just was getting so triggered because I was passing through different areas I hadn't been in a really long time. And it was freaking me the F out. And I was just, like, I was I was freaking out. I was, like, dude, I need to, like, when we stop the car, I need to, like, do one of these tweets but put it, like, times a million. Because it was so bad that I literally thought I was going to die. Like, I thought that was it. And here's another thing. On this trip, I, this is my fault, and I'm going to go ahead and say this out loud because it sh will show you guys how effed up in the head I truly am, and I don't ever talk about this. This is my first time talking about it. I haven't talked to Danielle about this because I'm so effed up. Okay, so here it goes. My therapy, our show. So when I was in high school, I had this boyfriend that they used to call Vampire Jesse because need I say more? And hello, of course, he was my boyfriend in high school. So the reason why I broke up with him is because he started getting really weird. And then like one day and like when we were in our little break, he was like, can if I something like um, if I cut you, can I suck your blood? I was like, no. <laughs> and he was like, if I cut myself, will you suck my blood? I said, no. And he goes, why do you think it's weird? And I said, no, I think it's stupid. So <clears throat> that's when I was like, dude, just vampire Jesse tries too hard. When you're a vampire, you don't got to try that hard, whatever. So then time goes by. And when I was in high school, the first like year or whatever, I was still in the mind frame of, I was going to wait to have sex until I was married. So that just goes to show you where my mindset was. So when I broke up with him, whatever, and then um, I ended up getting a boyfriend, like, later on, like, my junior year, and he knew him, and he was like, oh, yeah, we all heard stories about how Vampire Jesse used to chase you when you were in your G-string up in your house. I was like, what? No. No. And I remember one time he came over, and I did chase him down the stairs, and the reason why I did was because my mom was so strict. 
I literally, I'm not kidding, would have got my ass beat for having a boy in the house. Like, I was so scared that he was in the house because he, like, kind of, like, didn't care. I said he couldn't be there. And he, like, came in. <clears throat> so I was like, dude, I'm going to get in trouble. Like, I was so scared. And I knew my mom was coming home soon. So that's the only time there was any kind of running on the stairs. So then later in life, um, I believe it was when I was in WWE, somehow, I think maybe it was MySpace or something, he got in touch with me, and he told me that he knew when people were going to die, like, he knew, like, he had this gift, and so to me, I thought, he's probably into witchcraft, and so, like, he does this, which makes sense, like, whatever, so it freaked me out, and I was like, I want nothing to do with Vampire Jesse, so there's been times that he's tried to, on Facebook, or yeah, Facebook, which I'm barely on. So, like, whatever. But he, oh, throughout the years, he'll try to friend request me. I'm like, hell no. Like, ew. And then he lied. He said he chased me with my G-string. Get the F out of here, bitch. So, <laughs> fake-ass vampire. So, when I was in Lake Elsinore, and I was having one of the worst panic attacks, my phone was showing that Vampire Jesse was writing me. So, automatically, I thought, he's going to tell me I'm going to die. And the thing is, is I was freaked out about it because a couple months into my relationship with Metal Jesus, he had a car accident where he passed out at the wheel and they couldn't figure out why. And when they were trying to do these tests on him, they found a cyst in his brain and they took his license away for a while to try to see like what caused this, like, but they, they said it was probably a seizure. Let's see what caused it. It took like a little over a year for him to get his license back because they were like, get this. If you take this, these drugs, then you can have your license back. But if not, you're going to go through all these things. And one of the side effects of this drug was your personality will change. So like, oh, okay. So <clears throat> being where in Lake Elsinore, there's a lot of mountainy areas you got to go through. And I always feel really bad because... I don't want Metal Jesus to think that, like, he's, like, this pathetic person that can't drive. But when we're in situations like that, I think, what happens if he passes out again? So what do I got to do? Like, where do I turn the wheel? Do I push the e-brake? No matter what, if we're, like, on a freeway or something, if I push the e-brake, like, cars can still hit us. It's a whole thing. It's, it, <clears throat> I feel bad. <clears throat> so... I'm just in my head with this whole thing with like metal Jesus's issues. We're in the mountains. We're at like Elsinore. Oh my God. And then there goes whatever this bitch. I haven't opened it, but you know how you could see the little previews. Mm -hmm. His thing was like, so I heard you got into softcore porn. I know I'm so made for it. I'm supposed to be the, I need your help to help me get into it. And, da -da 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 -da. and I'm thinking, <laughs> Oh my God. Like, his first message, I got a full-on, like, I thought I was going to die. Like, literally, Stoner Jesus, I thought this is how it's going down. He said it. He's going to tell me this is the day. Like, it, I could cry right now. It really freaked me out. And I know that's not his problem. It's my problem. That's fine. But that's just where I was at, like, with this death thing. It was just, like, to another level and then on top of it, I was on those muffin edibles because I don't like to smoke around my mom. She's all pissy about it. So I was what I now call muffin top. I was muffin top in my head off. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is too much. And to be honest with you, like, it stuck with me 
until like even today yesterday i was down for the count like i woke up at when i wanted to at four in the morning but then about six dude i had to go to sleep and i like hardly could do anything yesterday and today it's been such a struggle to do anything because i'm so mentally drained from where i went with this death thing this weekend wow that's crazy i know um i feel bad when like i see the tweet pop up I know like you're going through something that sucks and the only thing I really do to like, cause retweeting, I mean, it's, I retweet some of them, but I'm not gonna do a lot of them because Twitter just, they crush me with the algorithms and all that bullshit. So sometimes I think, well, maybe just liking it, that'll get in front of different people or whatever. Not that I know how it works, but I feel bad liking the tweets. Cause it seems like every time I hit the like button, I'm like, yeah, Shelly, you're probably going through a panic attack right now. I like that shit. I'm going to like it on Twitter. <laughs> but I know that people know that it's just, you know, it's a way to get more exposure. But here's the thing, it. though. There's been times I've seen you like the tweet, and I know this probably sounds so... <laughs> no. Did Shelly freeze again? <laughs> it's going so well. The whole production is going so well. Oh, Shelly, back? I hear something. Hello? I think you're back. Am I back? Nope. Yes? Am I back? There we go. I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm taking screenshots after the show. I'm going to send you all the screenshots from last week and this week. But um, they really do help me when I see you like them, actually. I feel like you're being there for me and when that happens it's like i feel like i don't know if i feel like i'm gonna get through it it's gonna be okay so maybe i should have just sucked it up and when this whole fake vampire jesse situation was going on maybe i should have just all guapoing it up and posting but like i said i don't know what it is but i felt like when i would look at my phone it made me want to throw up so like I just didn't do it, you know? Um, a less, uh, I guess a less um, death-focused experiment that uh, Shelly has going on. You bring it up. There we go. <laughs> I imagine there's a lot more <laughs> online, like the gifts and whatnot, than there are for... Oh, yeah. El Guapo. Some of you kids, you don't yeah. know to know how popular the Spice Girls were, say, 23 years ago, wherever it was. Well, here's the code, listeners and viewers, to because I'm here to give you codes for the experiments. So the El Guapo, that's me freaking out and have a panic attack about death. Um, I think there was even one that I put a whole bunch of, like, the, oh! emoji that's when i was like real edibled up and what was going on i was real edibled up and i was freaking out what was it and that's why i was thinking about death in a really gnarly way oh and by the way the el guapo i posted the last one i posted right before the show like minutes before it it's because or no it was maybe like 10 15 minutes before it it's because i thought it was a <laughs> i thought it was a good idea <laughs> to lay on my couch and take pictures of myself with my eyes closed to see how I'd look in a coffin if I was dead. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why. 
I don't know why I'm this way, but I am. And I thought, why am I doing this? Like, why am I doing it? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I don't know. We have another freeze. It's just one of those nights when it comes to the internet. There's the tweet that Shelly's referencing right there. Just for the show. Go check us out. Shelly has Jason Smoke right there. Oh, I think Shelly's back. I believe so. There we go. Shelly's so the Spice to... Girls thing. Yes. So let me tell you guys about the Spice Girls. So when I've talked about before that I used to do Spice and I've talked about it on shows before, you can go check them out. Um, I am heavily addicted to it. I haven't done it in many years, but, you know, I crave it all the time. So I told Stoner Jesus today, every time I crave Spice, I'm going to do a Spice Girl one because naturally Danielle and I used to call each other Spice Girls when we'd spice it up. Um, I was always Ginger Spice. She was Posh Spice. Um, those were our Spice Girls that we liked, you know, when we were fans of them. Still fans, I guess. But back in the day when they were huge, like you had mentioned. But um, it just trips me out because I thought it would be good to throw it in with the experiment. Because much like with the death thing, I think about Spice a lot. And I want to understand why. Like, what is it? What is it that makes me just want it so bad like sometimes i'll smell like some kind of weird thing that got burnt and it smells like spice which is smells like crap but i'm like oh, spice and it'll literally make my mouth water and i'm like i wish i had spice right yeah. now like i wish i had it and like and then there's times i gotta put a special code when this happens i feel like a spice girl but it's because i am edibled up or i'm real medicated so i don't know what kind of like code i can do for, for that that still ties in with the spice girls win. like i gotta put like a little emoji or something i'll put a green heart so if it's a green heart and it's a spice girl that means i feel like what i love about spice but cannabis did it for me and then when there's no green heart, that's when I'm like, I wish I had some, I fiend. It's so ugly. I fiend for it. I want it. And I borderline wish they still had it at the gas station. And then when I think about it like that, when I get to that point, I'm like, that's not good. This That's bad. Spice is bad. And I think the reason why I trusted it so much was I was on a trip to in Mexico and it was all ex WWE superstars on the show. And I'm not going to name names because I don't know who's open talking about it. But that's the first time I smoked Spice. And the reason why I smoked it was one of the wrestlers who was a huge name in WWE. Um, he was like, oh, you know, Spice, because, you know, we can't have, you know, cannabis here. They smell it. We're, we're going to get busted. And so I was like, but I don't know about this Spice. Like, it's synthetic. I don't know. I'm all natural. And then he was like, well, so-and-so does it. And it was somebody who I really trusted their opinion on, like, things like that, I guess. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, we do it all the time. I was like, oh, so because I'm an idiot, I was like, okay, so-and-so says he's that so-and-so does it. So, okay, it's safe. Dude, that was the worst. I was so hooked. I smoked it so much. And that was during the time where Danielle and I were super broke. So it was more like, it was more cost effect efficient for my life at the time, because it's like, 
$10 for a big old jar or some crap gram that's not even going to get me medicated from the dispensary. So it's like spice. I used to have my favorite one was um, Black Mamba. Oh, God, that stuff was so good. It was a little black jar with a snake. And then there was Mr. Nice. It was a yellow. And then it um, had a face like a emoji. And he's going. <laughs> so <laughs> Mr. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> it's terrible i don't i don't know why and when i think about it it always takes me to these different times where i was in these weird ass moments like when i was on this reality show where it was like a dating show but i wasn't there as a contestant i was there as a friend of somebody who was on the show so like it was weird. And I made all the, because it was like a dating show. And so the ex-girlfriends came. So I was with all the ex-girlfriends. And man, I made them Spice Girls. And they cried to me. Because when we first got there, they were like, oh, this is what we do. You know, we go on reality. He's not really cheating on me. Like, well, this is just what we do. And then I think I've talked about it on, our, on the show before. I don't remember. But um, I saw the producers getting in their ears when they'd see it. They were like, like, say this girl was over here, and she's like, oh, yeah, privately, she thinks she's telling somebody, da-da-da. Well, the producer hears it over here, so then he sets up a girl to sit here. She's like, oh, yeah, did you see that, like, Steve was really up on that girl? And then they, they were messing with – it was ugly, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and so all these girlfriends came in there all big and bad, except one. She was like, I told him if he did this show, we're through. So so I'm here to tell him that. And when she did, oh, you should have seen his face when he came because we were surprised. And then she was just like, oh, I'm just here to tell you not to come back home. Like, we're done. Like, I wonder if they stayed broken up. But anyways, I got those girls, man. We were all Spice Girls because there was a liquor store around the corner. And I was like, dude, I need some Spice, like, whatever. And I remember I, I did a original martinez girls radio interview with one of the girls and then she even says and then she's like i don't know maybe it's the spice talking but <laughs> 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 but i got those girls effed up and they were crying and i felt bad and then i felt almost like surreal and it was nuts so i think about that a lot when i think like why why do i want this and then i also think about when I was in Rhode Island and I had this terrible boyfriend, like he was a fake and phony and he cheated on me. Everyone knew except me. Like we were in the locker room. Everyone knew he was banging that girl right there except me. And I'm just like, hi. Um, anyway, so there was a lot of weird vibes going on. So I told Danielle, dude, you need to mail me my spice. Like I need it. And man, I got through that. So I don't know if it's like I associate spice with those times I don't know, but those are the two situations that pop up to me when I, I like, why do I want to do this right now? Because there's times where I did it and I freaked out. Like one time I couldn't cross the street and I told Danielle, tell me it's going to be over soon, right? It's just spice, right? Like it's going to be over. And then I go and it's over and I go take another hit, like a freaking crackhead. <laughs> Terrible. Weed, kids. Good old fashioned weed. That's where it's at. That's what the cool kids are doing. They're not doing spice. They're smoking the ganja. I just can't believe it. Like, and that's the thing. Before so and so does it, it's fine. 
Uh, that's what my thought was is like dude it's like what's in it like that's weird it's why not just smoke the real stuff like who cares a lot of in it <laughs> a lot of letters and numbers no one knows anything about all i know is i've never been the same like i've always been a little off ever since my spice venture stuff will mess you up stay away look at me <laughs> look at me this you don't show. want to be this. You get hooked on Nesche. It's like you're going down the street and you're just like, man, I want me some Shelly and SJ. And you got to go subscribe to OnlyFans or Patreon. This is what I hope. There you go. Addiction for you. You just can't. If you call a 1 800 number, because you're spending so much money on OnlyFans and Patreon on Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ. You can call a hotline. Yeah, dude. Well, what's the problem, people? <laughs> Don't you want to come on well. here and hear us talk crap and these damn technical issues? I think exactly. other than that, it was a great episode. Other than the technical glitches and, and absolutely the, the saboteurs trying to take us down, we can't be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I just go away? The Gabby now? Hannah's. They're trying to get us. <laughs> yes. Look, Gabby <laughs> Hannah, want to wrestle? <laughs> we need to trash her. And get her in some celebrity wrestling. Now I'll do it. That's her career. I'd wrestle plummet. Shane Dawson too and kick his ass. That's right. I'll wrestle any of them. I don't even know how to wrestle. I don't care. Toss them around a little bit. You and me against Gabby Han the Gabby Hannah and Shane Dawson. And guess what, Team Toxic? You're going down. That's right. <laughs> Be copious amounts of trash talk in the build up to the big match. That's right. <laughs> a great idea we have here. <laughs> We're not more famous. Oh, well. One day. Yeah. One day. Thank you, Shelly. Another great week. You have yourself a good night. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> See Bye. you next week. Bye.